guest speaker, Dr. Hamza, focused on the idea that the refugee resettlement system is broken and um, he also proposed a dark horse theory. Um, so first, he highlighted that the legal process through which governments or the UNHCR uh, determine whether a person is um, that is seeking international protection is considered um, a refugee or not. This is done on a case-to-case basis, he mentioned, um, where a caseworker um, listens to individual potential asylum seekers and determines if they qualify for refugee status. This, however, um, has its own problems. It not only relies on the biases of the caseworker, but um, also on the compellingness of the storyteller, a person going through intense trauma. So not always is this refugee able to um, share his story like he wants to. Um, so it's very hard to decide um, whether it's true or whether um, it's as intense as they say it is. Um, so the group-based asylum is suggested, which is a basis of pertaining to a group that is identified in need of international protection. Personally, this plan also has its uh, disadvantages. Um, it is easier for people to lie to their um, about their identities in order to seek asylum. We know that these refugees sometimes don't have the right documents. And um, in times like this, um, an indicator of identity can be the smallest of things. Um, for example, language, uh, which can be easily faked or learned. Um, but I do agree that the group-based asylum will be a better uh, method and that it will be able to decrease uncertainty and make the process more legitimate and less biased. Um, the utopian proposal put forth by Dr. Hamza, also called the dark horse prototype, is a theory that suspends reality and thus restrictions um, so that we can come up with pragmatic solutions for so-called unsolvable problems. Their idea is um, to implement a group-based asylum um, um, that suspends a country's sovereign control over their borders with respect to um, asylum claims. He highlights that there are three problems with the refugee regime. One, that it is discursive, um, um, meaning that there is a rhetoric to delegitimize refugees. Two, uh, geopolitical economic, that the establishment of bilateral, multilateral, compact models um, contain the mobility of these refugees and migrants. And three, legal normative, um, this design of protecting instruments that lack constraining power over um, national states. So the government um, um, animalizes these refugees by calling them a swarm of asylum seekers and claiming that the so-called invaded certain countries by using these um, warfare vocabulary they demean these people and through this process i also remembered how it is said that um, refugees steal our jobs however it is also true that refugees have um, a hard time finding suitable well-paying jobs 
which um, steer them into criminal activities or theft and everything. And people that are most in need um, of a good lifestyle are usually usually seen as aggressors. Um, while there are always some that live up to these preju- prejudices, um, judging an entire group of people based on certain people seems rather inconsiderate. Um, countries in the global north are reluctant to open their borders, so they make compacts with uh, developing countries like when Turkey received $6.8 billion from the EU or when Utopia received $500 million and a concessional loan uh, for $1.9 million from the EU. We know that countries like Bangladesh, Tanzania, Kenya, uh, Lebanon, Turkey and Jordan are massive safe havens for refugees, but these countries are overburdened, to say the least. Um, Through the money that they receive, they get their economy going but um what we what we fail to see is that maintaining such a huge amount of refugees is not a very difficult not a very easy task it's rather really difficult um and these developing countries are adding to their already existing problems of poverty unemployment high mortality rate and personally i think this hampers the economy even more than it benefits it. So I know that countries um, boost their economies with the money that they get, but they add on to their problems, and this can um, this can be um, th- this can turn out to be huge, uh, like a huge problem for them in the future. Um, um, organizations in the global refugee regime um, lack reinforcement and sanctioning power, as we know. Um, um, Any global organization um, does not have any sanctioning power, nor does the UN, the UNHCR. um, No organization can pinpoint countries and tell them to do um, certain things, um, despite all their decisions and their projects and everything that these global organizations like the UNHCR do and make it is up to these member countries um, whether they want whether they want to or they don't want to implement it so they do not have the power to make uh, signatory countries abide by them and I think the most um, the problem with this is that countries like China um, they they remain signatories. So for the global world, they put on the show that they are allies and that they support these decisions that are being made when in reality um, their countries are going through um, this massive racism and discrimination and in, in reality they're not allies to uh, the decisions that are made um, in these uh, global organizations. And uh, regional agreements that these uh, uh, these organizations make, um, they lack um, like authority, and they use complacent languages like we recommend we recommend countries to do this, and um, they don't have the power per se to um, make things happen, or they they lack execution power, and um, so these three are. Um, as Dr. Um, Hamza 
mentions the biggest problems with the refugee regime and he says that um, it is very important for us to tackle these problems and personally I think it is very true that um, these problems need to be tackled in order for the refugee regime and the entire process of asylum seekers and refugees getting help um, to be bettered and um, so he recommends certain um, solutions um, that uh, focus on finding a way to eradicate the sovereignty of the countries when it comes to um, refugees. He says that we can do this by giving um, the UNHCR more executive power. And he says that the prime ambition is to recenter the refugee regime and uh, the protection of migrants in order to safeguard their livelihood. um, However, there are an array of problems that come with this. The UNHCR is largely funded by countries in the global north. Um, So how is one supposed to tell their authority to give up their sovereignty? Second, um, who takes accountability for all the decisions that are made if countries do decide to give up their sovereignty? Third, giving up sovereignty is like a country giving up its decision-making powers, and I am sure no country would want that. Um, Convincing countries of this process is, as of now, next to impossible, in my opinion. Um, This is a long process, and no one likes change or giving up their power. Um, And to deal with refugee issues, we need fast solutions that bring instant changes because as we speak um, hundreds of people are dying due to inadequate lodging food healthcare, and education so i uh, so i think the most important thing that we need to do is come up with short-term um, solutions that help um, these refugees um, while it is also necessary for us to look at long-term um, solutions like um suggested here um like so and i think the the way to start it is by making everybody aware that the more the biggest problem here is sovereignty and um that countries should be willing to give um organizations power and i think we need to make everybody aware of this